Thank you, Mike and the Molotovs. Shanda's getting beat up pretty good. And I'm one to uh, definitely throw fire on that. Gas. <laughs> Gas on that fire, sorry. Uh, this one is... Uh, Show is definitely not for the Gilbert mom, but I sure am glad they're listening and participating. Hey, ladies, it's easy. Change the channel. Oh, but that's not the society we live in today. I love it. And then Phil says, tell Dead Poet Society she can eat a bag of D's. <laughs> we all know why she's got an ex. She should be glad uh, she tricked him long enough to even get married and have a life for a while. That's true, Phil. Well done. Well said. And then I got this... Uh, uh, Email, which I think it might be accurate. It says, by the way, her name is actually Anda. It's not Shanda. But after years of her husband going, Shanda, <laughs> she just changed it to counter it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, Shanda, you got beat up pretty good on there. That was our response. You asked what will the response be. That was the response. You're hated, and it's your fault. So I look forward to your next email because I'm sure you're furiously firing it off to your editor now. Got the thesaurus all fired up, ready to go. She's got Microsoft Word thesaurus and flowery word apps that she can throw together. Maybe ChatGPT helps. And to her husband, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I, I don't know how you tolerate her. She probably said she's probably fun in her 20s. In her 30s, she's probably fun again. And then. But now this. Now, speaking of people who aren't getting along, did you see this? This I kind of am a fan of. Now, I don't agree with this, but this dude deserves some sort of compensation for what happened. He's in England. He and his wife are getting divorced. And in the divorce, you know, a lot of the times there is an unfair attack of the male side. Again, I've always said this, whether you like it or not, Shanda, it's true. When speaking of divorce, the semantics of he lost half, she got half rings really loud to me. Uh, it's very rarely the other way around. What did you get, a woman's friends will ask. What did you lose, a men's friends will ask. Very rarely is a woman, quote, cut in half. I have friends who are like, you've been cut in half four times. I'm like, it's, it's a semantics thing, but it does feel like the man usually loses and the woman usually gets. As times uh, kind of evolve, that is changing a little. A lot of times the ladies will get half, but still looked at as a man is weak if he takes half of his wife's earnings. It's like, oh, you're a man. Go out and get your own. And I agree with that. But I think if we're going to be equal, that's where it should be. This dude and his wife are getting divorced, and sometimes divorce will get messy. You start to split the money. Sometimes you don't want to split the money. Whatever. This dude wants 1.2 million pounds. It's in England, so it's a couple million bucks. Uh, for the kidney he gave her while they were married. <laughs> or he wants his kidney back. Now, that, the fun part of that is, she can't, once you give it to her, it's hers. Yeah. But the doctor said, if in fact, like in, in the case, the doctor said, if in fact, and the dude's response is classic, we did take her kidney out, she'd have to go on dialysis and it could kill her. And he goes, okay. <laughs> that was that's how bad this divorce has gotten. He's like, yeah, but I want my kidney back. Or I want one point two million British pounds. That's going right for a kidney nowadays. Yeah. And he even said, he said, look, and he gave it to her in two thousand five. He goes, Our marriage wasn't going great then. And he said, But first off, I wanted to save her life. He goes, Her health issues were a big reason why we weren't getting along. 
Her health issues were a big reason why things had started to go the wrong direction uh, emotionally. He was trying to be understanding, and he said, but the first things first, after several rejected uh, options, uh, it became clear that I could save her life. So I did that in an effort to not only save her life, but to also potentially save the marriage. She went on in their kind of messy marriage. It wasn't that great. And he's accusing her of having an affair. Now, if you've got someone else's organ in you, and you know what I mean by that, not, you can't have <laughs> she, someone else's organ in you. If, you it, yeah, if you have an organ in you from somebody else that was medically put there and another one that was voluntarily put there, you're messing things up. You should probably give the first organ back. If you've got a body part in you that belongs to someone else, you owe them forever. Right? N- not when it's gifted. <laughs> no, no, no. You owe them forever. If I you gave you think, my kidney, you, think. you better be extra tolerant of the days I'm not too nice. They, you can't have beef with me like you do everyone else. I get a pass. I have the VIP access to you. Now, I can't abuse you and I can't be mean to you on purpose saying, hey, I gave you a kidney because that gets old. But instead of being angry at me, what you can do is just go, I just can't hang out with a guy who gave me a kidney. Most of the time, someone who gives you a kidney probably going to stay nice forever. They don't do it as leverage. But if I gave you a kidney, Brady, yeah. you'd probably be pretty into me for the rest of your life. Like, that guy yeah, is the thank, salt of thank the you, earth. But, you know, Maybe I, the greatest person alive, which you probably should think now anyway. Well, Shanda does. Shanda certainly yeah. thinks, Brady, that. But if you give someone a kidney, that's it. And if you divorce someone who gave you their kidney... You're extra good about the settlement. If you're being mean during a divorce settlement and you're walking around with that dude's good kidney, you knock a few bucks off of the settlement, I think. If you gave Mathiah a kidney and she goes, all right, now I want this and I want your car. I'm like, wait a second. What about the kidney? Oh, that's old. That's mine now. You're horrible. I saved your life. Oh, yeah. You knock a few bucks off the top. That should just be that should somewhere in a legal book. That should be there. That says, all right, he gave you a kidney. That immediately you get like 30% less. It's like a Walmart sale. You would think, you would think, again, on situations like that, that a person would do that. You would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> you would hope a person who's got your kidney in them and would be dead without it would be like, look, I'm going to cut you some slack on the whole divorce thing. I'm not going to make this hard. And just like they tried to, um, they tried to modify it a little bit, they're saying, all right, because you could be married for one year and the guy is completely loaded. And she goes, I want half of, we're not working out after a year. Right. I'm getting half. Do you sure. Think, eh. You know, most people would say, you'd look at it like, a man's I probably mistake. wouldn't do that. Man's mistake. Dude should have known she was Shouldn't such have. a bitch. Even her own kidneys didn't want to hang around. <laughs> yeah. Man, our listeners are on point today. I mean, thoroughly and utterly on point. Yeah, it's different than just a regular marriage where the divorce settlement gets crazy. Yeah. She took your kidney to live. Lung, kidney, any sort of heart, even a blood transfusion that kept you alive. You're kind of like, well, I can't ever be that mad at that guy. You can never say the words, you know, he gave me his kidney. But I'm tired of that guy. It just can't happen in your head. You have to reset every time you get a little pissed off and go. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that guy's kidney. Now, if you're giving your kidney, that he did. He'd be a complete jerk if he didn't. But even though the no, he wouldn't. Sound like the the relationship was on rocky road to begin with, right? And he still said, "You know what? This 
there's enough. Her health I, issues I, are why we're not doing drive well. There. Her health issues are not making us better, and I can help her. I can save her life. Whether it works out or not, I can help this person I care about live. And then she, if it's true, decides to get a boyfriend on top of it all and then come back and say, no, 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 regular divorce proceedings. No, no, 30% off. That's minimum to me. If Lerner and Rowe could get this in writing or, you know, whoever else, any divorce specialist that come out there and say, you know, if he gave you a kidney, 30% off of the settlement. You know, and he doesn't owe you any month to month, by the way. Maybe you split everything down the middle, but no alimony payments, no uh, I got used to a certain lifestyle. But you have a lifestyle of breathing Earth's air because of my kidney. Take that to your next job. Another lesson for guys, you, you know, it's not, you can't be a mechanic. You, you can't fix it. Well, you can, technically, a human body, no, you which can't. is what they he did. They have to fix themselves. Oh, right. But when her kidney's failing, yeah. that's and, not about her fixing herself. That's you going, oh, my God, this will save her life? Sure, I'll do that. If she's a mental basket case later, it has nothing to do with it. She and, still took your kidney. Right. So you but did took, fix her. took the kidney, fixed her physically, sure. but he was hoping that would sure. fix the other and things. And maybe you would do the same if your marriage is in trouble because of health reasons. Yeah. And she takes your kidney and you're like, is it? and it, you know, here we are in 2024. This was 2005. And that's what well, I was saying know, at the beginning. Time. obviously enough drive there to say, you know what? I'm not saying, no, I'm not giving you my kidney. You'd feel worse about that after that. Well, you probably you get divorced like you're after a great that. match, right? Then you're going to do it. You're more than likely getting to, like I don't like her enough to give me the kidney, and you shouldn't be married to her. Right? It's not they can put the kidney back in him. Right? So it's he just the wants money or nothing. He yeah. just wants. He hates her. Just going to put it in a jar. And I don't blame him. I'm on his side. Oh yeah. If I gave you a kidney and you started asking me for loans, I wouldn't like you anymore. Look, I know you gave me a kidney, but can I hit you up for a few bucks? Like, we're done here. He should have been more practical when he said, all right, I'm going to give you my kidney, but we're, it's going to be um, a loan. That kidney's worth $1 million, so you're gradually have to pay me back on that. So have a contract, contract set up? Yeah, yeah. If he's a, a Someone said man. that, uh, so did you hear uh, Brady, who sounds like your nose, when he said, if you have another body part in you from someone else, you owe them for the rest of your life. And Brady said, well, not your whole life. <laughs> Did you just uh, put an end date on the, you don't think you owe that person forever? Seen. Like, if I gave you a kidney, it wouldn't be like till the time he dies, that guy's got a little special place. No, I said, yeah, you oh, know, okay. but I was saying, how can you, you know, if it's not financially, you say, you, you can oh. always say, hey, if it wasn't for you, I, I owe you my life. Right. But how... How can you show that the whole time? Uh, just verbally, you're saying by constantly Thank you. being accepting of that person, so long as yeah. they're not taking advantage of the fact that they gave you a kidney. And most people who hand you an internal organ aren't sitting back going, "Well, what's in it for me for the next thirty years?" That's not happening. Well, now this guy's coming back and saying right, he's scorned. It's a divorce. Yeah, well, he's scorned, but she's also being a bitch. He thought for sure he'd get a discount for the kidney thing, and he should. Period. End of story. There's no argument to me. If I gave you a kidney, we're cutting a deal. But what about the kidney? All right, there was the kidney issue. Right, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> That's what I was yeah, saying yeah. to Brett, which is pricky. Like, going, I'll give you this kidney, but it's worth uh, one point, you know, from the get-go. He didn't say that in the beginning. No, that's right. what I'm saying. That's Why the only way you could get that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we going to bring up the past? Like, uh-huh. You owe me money. You do now. Bitch took my kidney. Damn right. Absolutely. You walk away with a kidney of mine and start asking for more, you're going to get a fight.
End of story. You think you, if most guys feel like that won't hold up in court? Yes, it will. It's holding up right now. That's why it's a story. Is right no, now. No, the, she's not. He's well, not he's getting the kidney back. He's, right. They're in the divorce. But they won't value that. They won't put a value. I don't. They put a one point two. How can million you put a value on, on a gift? It's not a gift. It's his kidney. It was a. a it is if hers he's now. Giving his kidney, and he's saying he's gifting her his kidney. Right, and he's saying that's worth about one point two million pounds in the divorce settlement. But is you, there a Kelly Blue Book on, if you've been, uh, on if, body parts? If you've I mean, ever how do you figure that been out? through a divorce, you yeah. will be oh, no, shocked and blown away at what value is put on what when you're like, right. really? I, we I, can't I, agree on this? Mine turned into a big mess over commissions on selling the house back to myself. <laughs> She's like, well, we would have paid those commissions. I'm like, or we, or we wouldn't have. We would have gotten a deal. I'm like, no, we wouldn't have. I got to buy this back from you. But and the value things, just dropped the certain yeah. amount of money for the commissions we would have had to pay a real estate agent if I wasn't being cool about this. Holmberg's morning sickness. Morning sickness. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. But certain things, again, when it comes down to a gift, like the wedding ring, I spent whatever. And some dudes $40, fight for that. $40,000 on a wedding ring, and they'll yeah. want that. Right? No, that was a gift. You no, can't get and that. Some, I know a guy who got his money back for an $83,000 ring. He got the, the value of the ring as it stood. If she was going to keep it, he got the uh, prorated value half of that on the ring. If Which ended up being like fourteen thousand yeah. bucks, but still that had to be declared, you know, as a uh, an asset for both. You better of them. if you've got a wedding ring of value, you better get it insured and declare it for something. Because if she loses it, well, you're but out. You, I don't think you can. On yeah, you I can. Know. I have mine. You have yours insured and registered and all that and valued. Always, you should take your wedding ring and do that just in case but it does, goes away. It belongs to her though. It does, it? but you can also. Like, I'm not going to be that person that does yeah. it. But if I spend a hundred grand on a wedding ring, you're an idiot. And she's walking away with that to sell it. That's an asset. Everything. There's no such thing you as you can a put gift. a value on it. Yes, absolutely. Every single I, I, thing I in your marriage is split in half. At least in this state, it's split in half when you go through all that stuff. You just sit back and say, "All right, there are no gifts. This is half, and that's half." And if you want to be cool, say, "Yeah, I got you. That is a gift. That's yours." Yeah. But if you're saying no. If we're being dicks to each other, everything that we have of value is now going to be split in half. Yeah. Yeah, you should always assess that. But if I gave you a kidney, I know you'd be upset about it. If you gave Ronnie a kidney and she's like, "Eh, that's enough of you. And also I'm going to hit you. You'd be like, are you kidding me? You would, the first thing you'd say and you'd have every right to is, I gave her a kidney. She wants more. She's bleeding me. She's sucking a bone marrow on me. And you'd be right. And the way it Greedy works, bitch. unfortunately, it is. It comes down to assets. I don't care how the situation yeah, happened. No lawyer cares, but he's going to look at that and, and go, no, he didn't court. give you a kidney. Oh, the court would care about that. If she's asking for extra and he's like, look, I'm not giving her that. Yeah, she's got a million and a half dollars. I, I know it's in, in court and he's asking for it right now. I just don't think he'll. He's not getting a million, too, but I like that it's in there. And all I'm saying is I'm not trying to, you know, whittle it down to whether it'll happen or not. Yeah. I'm saying he's got a right to it. You give you can someone understand an, how he's pissed the off. The point Absolutely. being, if you give somebody an internal organ, that mother 
owes you. What about you don't ex- ever owe them again, ever. All the loans you might be backwards on, forgiven. Everything about the once the kidney exchange happens, that dude goes back into platinum bullet credit status, and it can't really change. Well, what about external body parts? What if you buy her a set of wow. cans? <laughs> Some dudes have fought for those. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, they have, yeah. and they and they. You probably lose. Rarely get half. Yeah. You can get half back if you all have a. If it gets to the point where you're splitting everything, you're gonna. I gave you this, and it co- it comes back. So you'll get nine grand this, back or something. If you pay for somebody's schooling, like a full college education, you can go and say I paid for schooling and this and that. That's coming off the top. At least a prorate this, prorate that. It can get. It can get real. That's why divorces sometimes take four years. Yeah, because you're sitting there arguing over. Well, I'm not going to pay you twelve grand a month. When I gave you school and gave you the opportunity to go, so now you're out. So that school thing comes off the top here of what that one, all that other stuff. That's why dudes get so mad. That's why they always say, get a lawyer immediately. Don't try to do this on your own. And a lot of times when you're kind of like I was when it was kind of easy to split early in the day. When I did mine, it was like, this is simple. We're going to go 50-50 on everything. Whatever you want, you can have stuff. But I'm keeping the house and you do this and there's not going to be any money. We were going to just make it cut and dry easy on each other. But it could have gotten sloppy real fast. And it started to with that commission thing. Yeah, I mean, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are still married. It's been five years since they fired out the Nirval. Trying uh, to figure out vineyard. Who gets this? What wine you had there? It it comes down to that vineyard thing. Yeah, but it's taken years. That's forever. Yeah. I give you a kidney. It's a hell of a lot more important than a freaking winery. Dogs. Everybody goes nuts over that stuff. Yeah. You give somebody an internal organ, that stuff's done. That person is gold credit forever. Brett, if you ever give me a kidney, you know I'll never give you grief. Brady Mike. <laughs> Sounds like Brady Mike. But I won't. That was a gift. See ya. What the? I want something. No, I'm not. I mean, but I'm also not. It's like uh, feeling like, oh, you're going to always, that person is always going to look at you that you Owe me. You're in, you know, you're into me, basically. You do, though. You do. You do owe them. But you're not going to borrow money from a guy well, that's no. going to, and then you pay Look. him back. And he's like, well, I did this for you back then. You know, that, right. that type of guy that's going to be Like I said, off. Brady, if he's using it as leverage, he's yeah. a bad person. Yeah. Most people who give you an internal organ aren't going to start doing it to get Are loans for Without the conditions. Right. That's my point. But if. If you do it, and then that person you gave the kidney to starts to screw you over, that kidney's coming back up in the argument. There should be at least maybe a three-year guarantee. You're telling me if you gave me a kidney. Appreciation. And then I start screwing you it's over. It's not a car. It doesn't depreciate. Right. right. <laughs> it, I, I, it does in Brady's body. If, I gave, if you gave me a kidney and I start screwing you over and treating you like garbage, the first thing you're thinking to yourself isn't the kidney. Yeah, you're disappointed. You're disappointed. Person. The first thing that comes to your brain after, like, this guy's being a dick to me. I gave him a kidney. It's a, you may not outwardly do it, but as the giver of a kidney, you would always be like, that dude kind of needs yeah. to always be nice to me, constantly be kind to me. Yeah, and she's banging some other dude with her his kidney in there. It's terrible. I hope he gets it all. Yeah. And the kidney back. Give him the money and the kidney back. I just love that when the doctor in the, the you know, eh, you know, you take it back, she goes on dialysis and dies. It's probably not reasonable. The guy's like, 
Maybe not to you. <laughs> Seems pretty reasonable to me. I think I want my belongings back. Divorce is such a great thing. That's the thing about, like, in, when Harry met Sally, when he argues and says, you'll be blown away at how big a fight there's going to be over this stupid, ugly-ass wagon wheel table. <laughs> that, and it's like, it's After true. the fact. Now, yeah. Imagine if Divorce that's a kidding. Is, uh, rarely said it's a great thing, but you realize how good it is when you finally get out of it. But oh, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's <laughs> Having been through it. Yep. It's amazing. Oh. I put amazing. it right up there with going to see Dr. Lynn. Uh, I mean, it's a but top, you were it's the greatest a top five. And you were pretty fortunate on both. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, had, yeah, we, we could we have been, both came out. Like but the said, reason why. I was like to be 10 years into it and you still aren't settled. We were cool. I don't think you'd be saying oh, that. Oh, no, no, because we were cool, though. Yeah. We were cool and basically said, yeah. uh, everything you represent in life isn't worth fighting for. So if you want all this stuff, I'm fine. Whatever it costs to make you go away is worth it. And then freedom happened like immediately. It's like a Bronx tale. It costs you $20. To never, never have to deal to with that person. person again in life. And when you say it like that, it's yeah. like a Hallmark card. It is. <laughs> I think Doug Hopkins said that to me once. I may, I may be uh, attributing the quote incorrectly, so don't hold me to it if Doug never said this. But I think it was him. Uh, and I said, uh, was your divorce hard? And he goes, best money I ever spent. <laughs> Best investment I ever made. I think that's what he... I, it may not have been Doug now that I'm thinking about it. It may have also been Doug. I don't remember. Somebody uh, hilarious said it to me. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> I said, John, after listening to this kidney discussion, how the hell are you the one that's considered a Jew and Brady Bogenstein is right next to you hoarding the kidney? <laughs> This is a gift. We're never going to mention this again. What, the kidney I gave you? Right. That's over now. No, it's not. It. it no. <laughs> Brady Bogenstein. <laughs> the kidney that's in you is kind of the elephant in the room forever. I don't need you to fawn all over me, but you can't get mad at me anymore. That's basically the rule. That's kind of it. It's not the thanks for dinner. Right. See you next time. Right. It's like when you loan somebody a bunch of money or you, you know, I've, I've actually been in a situation where I gave somebody money to keep their pet alive. One of those deals where, but you know, they're kind of like, there is the side of it that, that, that could happen. Sure. You're loaning that money sure. saying, I'm not going to have this guy. Right. But I've paid somebody's house bill to keep him in a house and they uh, got back on their feet and everything's fine. And for every time I talk to them, pretty much, they're like, man, I wouldn't even be in this situation if it wasn't for your help. And I'm like, ah, that's why I did it. And, and you're we, good. And, and we you... have those situations left and right. You find out the, the givers and the takers. That's exactly right. Yep. And you don't want to find out you got a taker on your hands. Sucking up one of your internal organs, Brady. <laughs> it would be the if... first thing you thought of every single time I made a snide comment towards you that you didn't like. If I'm sitting here with one of your kidneys in my body, I would be so unbelievably kind at all times. I'd be getting you coffee and drinks. I'm like, Brady, what do you need? Because the reason I'm walking over to the fridge in the first place is because of you. Thanks for that kidney. Oh, you don't have to go on. You'd love every second. You look cold. You need a blankie? I would like a blanket. You're getting one. Kidney-given kidney giver. Not me. Give me some money, bro. You already gave me a kidney. What's money? This guy. <laughs> You'd be mad immediately. Give me that million two pounds or my kidney back. 
could and, set a whole new precedence on the divorce proceedings. It would. Now, organs are in the in the run for an asset. Sure. And also, you have to be careful uh, pissing off dude who you uh, got an organ from. Because guess who's going to look like the hero in court? Not you. Yep. Now you. Now he's bringing up you had an affair. You were mean to him. And the only thing that I'm thinking is, wow, I gave you a kidney. What a bitch. And now it's not only news in your little, you know, tiny little Bradbury upon thump town of England. It's all the way here in Phoenix. It's national news. <laughs> you lose. I should give her name out. Another one that was funny uh, yesterday was Steven Tyler's uh, sexual assault case is dropped. Three. It's oh, been really? dropped. Yeah, and the better part is is that when you read the details, all he did was kiss her, like kind of get a little handsy at a party with her, and then pretend to hump her, like dry hump her a little bit. And the judge was like, you were under no threat here. You, you were playing along. And if you had a problem with this in 1970, you can't say somebody dry. And that's my argument. Like, you can't say somebody dry humped you in 1975 and then 50 years later go, I feel like that was a life-altering event and everything else. At least lie and say he raped you. If you're going to go to these extremes, dry humping's not going anywhere in court at all. At least make up a story. If you told me I got dry humped by Steven Tyler in 1975 right now, I'd be like, I'd, I'd try to give you a high five. I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I'm like, no, it was a life-altering thing. I'm like, mm, you should be over it by now. 50 years, you should be over it. I mean, And his attorney's like, man, if they would have said, yes, that's guilty, the dry humping that you did at parties. <laughs> right, wow. That's, well, right. Just like air humping or whatever. But it was, up, I oh. think she was 17. I mean, there's an age thing and whatever, but still. But, and that was the one that was traveling with him, right? Right. She was following him around. Her parents were like, yes, it's fine. You can be on with him. If you can't get over Steven Tyler grabbing your cans in 1970, pre-Carter administration, uh, and in the 2020s, you're like, I got to do something about this. Eh, you should be over it by now. Hell, I'll let him grab my cans. Me too. I'd, I'd wear those badge of honor. You see Steven Tyler's yeah, dry. I'd let, him dry, let Grandma Tyler dry hump me <laughs> right now in the hallway. Maybe even full wet hump too. Penetration, whatever Steven needs. He's a legend. You respect that. And in 75, Dream On was out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you let that dude grab your cans. It would be an honor, Mr. Tyler, for me to give you a tug here in the van. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I'm giving it to you. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Shanda's pending pending right now. (laughs) Pen away, Shanda. That's why Steven Tyler didn't dry hump you. He saw the writing on the wall. It's too flowery. John, you're absolutely correct. If you gave me a kidney, I'd blow you once a week. And I'm straight. (laughs) Exactly. You owe the kidney giver, period. End of story. I went to a, uh, a organ donation thing because my uncle got parted out when he died and they gave his lungs to somebody. And I think we met the person that got his lungs. I'm pretty sure my aunt did. And we're at this big, they have it every year, evidently. They have this get-together for people with phony organs and the family of the dead person that gave them to them. And the families owe the person, who, like the... They'll go out of their way to say, like, the kid with the new heart, who's now a Phillies fan. It was a little weird. Like, the guy who died was a huge Phillies fan. And then when the kid got the heart, they didn't know who it was, but the kid started to like the Phillies, which is kind of a neat little aside. Maybe a little manufactured. I didn't necessarily buy the truth of it, but kid dug the Phillies, finds out that the donor was a massive Philly fan. And I'm like, oh, I'd rather have a new heart again than be a Phillies fan. But that's a here, there, there. And then they met. 
for the first time in the thing. And the family still feels like they owe the surviving family, like whatever you guys ever need, ever. And like they were like crazy giving. My uncle's lung was a maybe he got the lung of my uncle Bob. And this dude comes over and goes, if I have his, I swear to you, I... I will stand. I will take a bullet for you forever. And I owe you that. My aunt's like, I didn't do anything. It's like, no, you didn't. But he did. It was crazy forever. And then my aunt's like, well, I could use a little, you know, my husband died. So not, guy, not that guy, right now. Guy with a new not lung. Right down. Just right down on her. Right there at the festival. Right <laughs> at the, if you need me to anal angus, if that's, if that's what you want, that's what you get. It was, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that organ donation thing, that's no joke to me. You hand that over, and you're like, you're getting everything. You're never paying for a drink again. They say that about baseball players in Chicago. Once you're a good Chicago Cub or White Sox, you never pay for a meal again. Oh, yeah. That should happen with the kidneys. Frank Thomas, Ryan Sandberg, they don't buy anything when they're in Chicago. When Mark Grace goes yeah. back. He's never bought a drink in Dude. Chicago, ever. A meal... Mark Grace has never purchased a meal in Chicago, ever. If he has, it's because he had to fight to do it. There's constantly people trying to do that. Now, if Mark Grace gave you a kidney, you probably have a couple of issues with that kidney, I'm guessing. <laughs> that You buy him drinks everywhere in any place, Chicago or otherwise. That's something this city needs to do. Randy Johnson should never have to buy a drink in Phoenix, ever. Ever. He should constantly be handed food and drinks and things like that. Our sports people are just like our uh, kidney <laughs> donators. <laughs> yeah, I think it's worth about a million pounds of British money. Brady's really upset me here. I don't know if I can trust him anymore. Brady's clearly like, once the, once the kidney's in, the don't, transaction is me, over. That's me, man. Don't accept any gifts. You drive it off a lot. You drive so it off long, a lot. Loser. It's over. It's over. I don't appreciate it. I didn't say Thanks that. Thanks for nothing. I didn't say that, but you fought mighty hard for the opposition in that one. Shanda, Jr. Why she likes it. Malignant you guys are so much on the wrong. Humanity. Crazy. Brady Bogenstein. That I liked a lot. <laughs> uh, let's get a, a wake-up song. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Wake-up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Hitting the trails, hitting the slopes. It's all there at Action Ride Shop. Get your skis, your boots, your bindings. Or anything and everything you need for your mountain bike. You need that old bike tuned up. They got the best wrenches in town. Right there on Gilbert Road in Southern. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. This guy says, who the hell pays more than a few thousand bucks on a ring? 83 grand? Dude, you'd be blown away at what some dudes pay for a wedding ring. Oh, I know. Idiots. And the rule is three-month salary. (laughs) Dreaming. No way. The rule created by a jeweler. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm by a guy selling diamonds. But I mean, said. we bought into it. Yep. And we Get ate it up. And while. you start looking at that. If you start making any money at all, that ring gets up to a hundred grand, two hundred grand fast for some people. Oh, yeah. Uh, that idiot on TikTok I was looking at yesterday, that uh, Jack Doherty makes $750,000 a month. If he adheres to the rule, that ring is fairly pricey. I know a lady who got an eight-carat diamond ring for her wedding and was one of, like, two people on the planet who's ever had a wedding at Fenway Park. (laughs) The dude spent jagillions on this thing. 
and the the ring is massive. Crazy. It's a headlight. Carrots. It's a headlight. It's an LED headlight. It's from Rigid. These people put it together. It's you can see at night with that. You can see the stars. Yeah, I'm with this guy though. Thousand, few thousand for the ring. Yeah, she should be appreciative. I think it should be a string. A real woman would allow you to have like a lifesaver on her finger because it's about what it represents, not about how much it costs. My friend whose wife is no longer with us, not because he did anything about it. He's not OJ or anything. But he gave his grandma's ring to his fiance. It was passed down two generations. It was his grandmother's and his mother's. And his father died. And he got the ring to give to his woman. And when he did it, he put it on her. And she's showing it to her friends. And I was there. And the one girl goes, oh, you can have that all redone. And she goes, yeah, I'm going to get rid of all this. It's so dated. And I remember him getting pissed off, oh, walking around in, a, in this mall, and her friends are telling her what she can do and how to move the jewels and how this goes. And like, that's his grandma's ring. Yeah. Like, that has sentimental value way beyond like how it looks, whether it's dated or not. And they can add some stones on the side. Oh, that's going to be beautiful. Like, it's not yours to mess with. Give it back. And he should have. Oh, we absolutely should have. Is OJ? Yeah. Your friend OJ, does this... Uh... <laughs> it was not. No. She's gone, though. I think he got the ring back. The hard way. My brother's wife got the gram- grandma's ring. Yeah. Did she complain about it? Nope. Did she change it? Nope. But, yeah. the, you know, I think they helped to communicate about that, too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I was wondering if you'd want well, this ring if I... Didn't you do that? Yeah, Matthias got my grandma's you're, you're, ring. Yeah, get your yeah. grandma's ring. That's yeah. right. And she didn't try to change no, it. She's she probably touched it. by it. No, right? yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. it's a touching yeah. sentiment. This guy says, I anonymously donated my kidney to a girl at Phoenix Children's Hospital 12 years ago. I'm a drinker. I bet she grew up an alcoholic. I don't know if that's real. I don't know if your kidneys will do that, but it's a Philly fan thing. <laughs> This guy says, you did something for me, John, once when I needed it at the lowest, lowest time of my life. Uh, I definitely owe you. I equate it as the same thing as giving me your heart. Without you, I wouldn't be here today. See? That's from me, and I'm a prick. <laughs> I helped this guy out of a jam. Now take that, Shonda. Yeah. And he owes me forever and ever. Why? I could steal his car, and he'd do nothing about it, and I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know what kind of car you've got. But uh, if it's nice, I might take it. That would be a dick move. Eh, I remember the time I saved your life. You owe me. You should probably give me that car. It's nice. Okay. That's eh, better. Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave that guy a kidney. Eh, the car's mine now. People who do that very rarely ask for tag backs. If they did, they'd be dicks. But you should always be in reverence to them. Take a knee. Brady, quit being so high and mighty about the kidney donation. All right, on the list, a uh, <laughs> bunch of songs for Shanda. Uh, James Brown, It's a Man's World. <laughs> uh, Ozzy, Crazy Train, Cult of Personality, Seven Dust Bitch, which uh, seems to be, we've had a couple for that. Uh, Prong, Whose wow. Fist Is It Anyway for Shanda. Uh, Stupid Girl, Drowning Pool, Enemy. Not necessarily. Uh, like and then it's Slayer announced they were getting back together south of heaven. What? There. Yeah, they're oh, doing yeah. a couple shows, a couple festival oh, shows. Oh, my God. Uh, I- Hang on a second. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can hear it. Yeah, the reservations oh, yeah. are doing the dance. Oh, Did yeah. they do any ceremonies where they danced and made that, like, the Slayer reunion Isn't that dance? every... <laughs> I think that's everyone. Yeah, I think every time I drove by out there, uh, 
by uh, McDowell in the 202 that I heard that. Yeah, well, I, when I drove by Gilbert Ortega the other day, he was out they there. They were doing, doing that, too? Yeah, yeah. They were doing the Slayer Get Back yes. Together ceremony? Is that what happened? That's uh, Downtown, they had the big uh, hoops ceremony. Yeah. Maybe one of them was a, not a rain dance, but a Slayer yeah, two a shows. raining blood dance. Two and shows they're doing. Unbel- Are they coming here? Uh, no. Chicago, Chicago and Louisville, I think. Well, that's too close together. You can't have Chicago and Louisville. Well, they're, they're you big got ass the festivals. Riot Fest riot in Fest Chicago. Oh, uh, they're at a festival. Wow. It's not a tour as of yet. I do not want to be at the Slayer one-time-only show. Nope. I'm <laughs> there out. There is nothing. And I don't... I'm not a big Slayer fan, but the last thing I want to do is have people go, this is it. we got to blow out all our Slayer energy here. That's going to be native madness. Never seen anything like a Slayer show in my life. I always go back to what Jim Brewer did about the Metallica oh. concert where Slayer, and he's like, man, this is pretty heavy. And then when Slayer happened, the whole world just started to move him around. <laughs> Slayer puts on it's been a five different years. show. Yeah. So they're Are gonna, any of these bands going to stay broken up? I mean, no. it's like too much money. You know? yeah. The best thing you can do is disappear for a little while and then come. It's Eddie and the Cruisers. Yeah. You show up again, people are like, oh, my God, they're back. And I don't know, it, you know, the fear of missing them and them never doing another show. Yeah, the other one's Louder wow. Than Life Festival. That's in uh, Louisville. Man, oh, man. And if they can manage to get through those That's two shows, September. there'll be a little tour. There'll be a pick and choose five or six. It'll probably be like uh, the Misfits are doing right now. They'll just do big festivals. Yeah. Make man. bank and then be man, done. Man, oh, man. Slayer. All right. Well, we'll do a little South of Heaven for you. All right. Get that together. That's news. That's big news. Kerry King gave me a kidney. I owe that guy. <laughs> uh, it's South of Heaven. It's Slayer. Back together. Oof. Well, I guess you kind of got to keep that in the Midwest, too. Here in this, I don't know if the Native American community of Milwaukee, Chicago, Indiana, if there is, well, they've got to be. It's got to be the same everywhere. Uh, well, reason, and after Slayers, those two, if it goes well, maybe oh, they'll they be a little tour. Dates. But man, oh man, I can't imagine the Native American f- frenzy that I, would occur if Slayer was here. You know what this means, though. They're setting the precedence because that means Kiss will probably get back together again. No, don't say that. No. <laughs> don't, say, don't, no. don't say that. Brett, take that back. <laughs> Gene Simmonstein's going to uh, put it back together. I didn't realize the lucrative nature of returning. <laughs> We're going to do it again. Kiss 2025. You have to wait five years at least. And then they won't. Yeah, be we can just to. hope and yeah. pray that they won't be able yeah. to get out. They'll Biden out. They're going to have to Biden out of the whole Kiss reunion. <laughs> We're wheeling ourselves up there. We're Kiss Steel Wheels Tour. It's out of control now. 